When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. this is The Rich Eisen Show. With guest host, Andrew Siciliano. We all need to do a better job. It's everybody. Live from The Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Hey, Andrew, when, when Brady left, I said to Chris, welcome to the rest of us. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, NBC Sports Boston Patriots insider Tom Curran. Coming up, Colts running back Zach Moss. Plus, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Andrew Siciliano. Uh, that'd be me. Uh, hi there. Hey, everybody. Somebody Hello. once said, welcome to the Rich Eisen Show. Final hour of the show today. Uh, Rich may or may not be with us coming up next hour, walking the streets of London, international roaming. What do those minutes actually cost to FaceTime <laughs> or to Google Meet or to Zoom? Uh, Rich and Kurt walking, I don't know, to get fish and chips. It's late there. What time is it? It's 7 p.m. Maybe going to get a pint or some kind of brown liquor. Maybe Big Ben Parliament. Um, the Churchill War Rooms, whatever they're going to do, hopefully they have a fun time. As night falls on London, Rich May join us. We have an NFL trade this morning. Van Jefferson has been dealt from the Rams to the Falcons. So they now have, um, if if we see, you know, Desmond Ritter throw the ball downfield as he did in the fourth quarter this past week to rally them for a win over the Texans, you now have on the outside Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Mac Hollins, who plays angry, not only at his quarterback, but at the world, <laughs> and Van Jefferson. Nice. I like Van. On a personal note here, obviously, um, he only got on the field for two snaps this past week. Cooper Cup came back, and Tutu Atwell has stepped up his level of play. He scored a touchdown. Rams love him. He's not the kid he was a couple of years ago when he got drafted, and he was in over his head. He also wasn't big enough, a lot of factors. He is now uh, kind of, sort of, taking a step towards becoming the guy they thought they were getting in the second round when they took him. Van Jefferson, also a second-round pick. He has been a big contributor for this team, helped them win a Super Bowl a couple of years ago, but had the knee issue, um, has had trouble staying healthy, and has had some key drops as well. But I'll say this about Van. Um, I, I do a lot of Rams work in the community here. They're charity events for those not familiar with Southern California. You're listening somewhere else. Um, uh, I do the Rams TV here, so I, I host most of their charity events um, whether it's um, for food insecurity or whether um, it's it's for kids' hospitals, whatever. Van Jefferson is great in the community. He is awesome in the community. Um, he's a great dude, and I wish him well. Falcons are getting a real one, a good one, and uh, hopefully it works out well for him. 
Van Jefferson going to get back on the field with the Falcons. Uh, you know who was on the field this past week doing doing work here. How about 122? No, let me get my math. 114 yards, his third career 100-yard game. All three of them coming with the Indianapolis Colts. One week 18, two already this year. Joining us on the TV now, the Rich Eisen Show, live from Indianapolis. That's running back Zach Moss. Zach, how are you, man? Thanks for joining us. I'm doing well, man. Thank you for having me on. How good did that one feel? How, how, how good did it feel with all the talk? I know Jonathan Taylor's your teammate and your guy. All the talk this week. And then, bam, Zach, you bust out, have another huge game and 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 you guys play great yeah i mean it was it felt great real good uh honestly to you know go out there and perform at a high level um you know the whole entire offense we did a good job of just executing the plays um and it felt even better that we was able to get a win i think you know at the end of the day winning that type of game divisional game um you know that's the biggest thing at the end of the day Zach, I, I, I got to step back and 15 yards on me. I, I, I did on pro football reference. I, I wanted to see your 100-yard games, and they got them in the wrong order. Dude, you didn't run for a buck 14. You, you, you ran for a buck 65 and two scores, Zach. Let, let's get your numbers right. A buck 55 <laughs> feels a lot better than 114 as I learn how to read my computer screen. <laughs> yeah, you know, it definitely feels a lot better. It sounds better, too. <laughs> yeah. And you know, you know what felt good too is running away from people on that long one. How'd that feel? That felt good. Um, you know, the offense did a great job. O line did a great job. Big Q and Ryan opened up that left side uh, with Blake as well, and he gave me a. You know, it, it's nice to be untouched on some of those runs, and they did a great job of that on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, when we think untouched, we think like Tyreek Hill, right? We think Devon Achan, like. <laughs> Like we don't very often hear Utah's all-time leading rusher, but like Zach Moss untouched to the end zone, as you said, Brian uh, Ryan Kelly and Quentin Je- uh, Quentin Nelson and, and Blake Freeland there as the left tackle. This is kind of your identity now with Shane Steichen, right? You guys want to pound people. Yeah, we know our our staple of our offense is the run game, right? You know, we want to run to win, um, and you know. That's what I love about being in this offense. That's what I love about Coach Shane's offense. And I think, you know, we have a really good offensive line. Um, we have a really good running back room as a whole. Um, and obviously the quarterback position, we have AR and Gardner who do a lot of great things for us as well. So um, we definitely want to run the win, and that's our identity. What was let, – let's backpedal here, Zach. What was that first month and, and really training camp like with all the uncertainty – with Jonathan Taylor, because as a running back, I'm sure that you want to see running backs get paid. Like running backs getting paid helps everybody, including you next off season as well. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a lot of stuff going on, obviously uh, just having him go through all that type of situation. Um, you know, I really wasn't paying too much attention to it, to be honest with you, because I was going through my own thing with a broken forearm during training camp as well. So um, I was dealing with my own stuff, but, you know, it was good to see him finally get paid. You know, God deserves it. Um, one of the best backs in the league. Um, great, great teammate, great character guy. So, you know, super happy that he was able to uh, get that done. Zach, um, they're not listening. They're, they're dealing with their own thing right now. This is just you and me talking, kind of. <laughs> is there any 
how you like me now to the people in Buffalo that traded you? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that. I think, you know, Buffalo, you know, when I got drafted there, um, you know, I definitely enjoyed my time there. You know, I, th- I think I learned a lot of different things as a person on and off the field that allowed me to be able to, you know, be in this position I am now um, and, you know, be able to go out there on the field and capitalize on the opportunities I'm given. You know, that just wasn't the case in Buffalo. I wasn't, you know, able to do what I would have what I was able to do in college uh, in that style of offense. Um, and, you know, those things just didn't work out. But, you know, I appreciate my time there. Um, loved all my teammates that I was able to be around in my time in Buffalo. Talking to Zach Moss here, Indianapolis Colts running back. I, I say this not to take a shot at the kid. I say this because I, I, I love everything I've seen from him and my interactions with him. Zach, how do we keep Anthony Richardson healthy here? And you've seen this with Josh, right? I mean, there, there's kind of a comparison here. Josh is going to do any and everything he can, Josh Allen, to put his body on the line, whether it's running, whether it's trying to break tackles, whether it's reaching for that final yard. And it comes at a cost sometimes. Anthony Richardson has now shown so much ability, but he started four games and he's only finished two. Sean McDermott, like all these years in, has now had this conversation with Josh, like you got to be smarter. Not saying Anthony's playing recklessly, but but we got to protect the quarterback. What would you say to him? Yeah, I think you hit it on the head. I think, you know, obviously um, he's not playing reckless, right? He's doing a lot of good things in the offense that that calls for him in the offense to do. Um, I think the first time with the concussion, that was he, he ended up scoring a touchdown and just hit his head on on, on, on turf. Um, and then, you know, this this Sunday, this past Sunday, uh, just getting tackled, a routine tackle, right? Something that could happen to any of us. Um, and shoulder just goes, you know, uh, first into the turf and it's a lot of body pressure on that. Um, so I think he's doing a lot of really good things, man. I think obviously um, I'm sure after the season is over and he, you know, he looks at it and he sees all the injuries that was kind of piled up. He's going to probably take a look at it and figure out ways he can get better in the off season um, to help his body continue to mature and get old, uh, you know, be smart in the way he trains and all that type of stuff. Um, but, you know, injuries are part of the game. It sucks to see him. You know, he's had some unlucky breaks. Uh, definitely going to miss him for these next couple of weeks. He's going to be out because uh, he brings a lot to offense. He's, you know, a super dynamic player um, and all that type of stuff. But um, it just sucks to see it, you know, happen to him when he's been doing a really lot of good things in our offense. Zach, what's the craziest thing you've seen him do? Like that throw against the Rams where Aaron Donald had him wrapped up and he like kind of <laughs> – Half armed at forty five yards downfield, yeah. like that. That's yeah. Sick. I mean, has he done stuff like that in practice? Uh, well, we don't touch him in practice, right? right. Uh, Good but point. He, <laughs> but he's. I mean, just the flick of the wrist. You know, I've only seen. Uh, you know, I, obviously, I did my time in Buffalo with Josh, and Josh was a guy that could just sling a ball without it really having to be any effort, right? You know, you see it sometimes guys have to load up to throw these balls super far, and this guy could just catch the ball. Um, and just launch it real nonchalantly, um, 67 yards down the field, pinpoint accuracy with a tight spiral. It's not one of those little balls that's just, you know, twirling in the air all day and all that type of stuff. So, you know, he, he has all the talent in the world. Um, that play, when you talk about the Aaron Donald play, um, I think it was one in the goal line as well where he broke out of Aaron Donald's sack and he pitched it to me for the two-point conversion. We get back to the sideline. I was like, did he just break out of Aaron Donald's sack like that doesn't really happen a ton and watching the film on Aaron Donald that week we were like yeah that that like it's gonna hurt 
Um, but to see him do what he's what he's was able to do so far early in the year, uh, like I said, it sucks to see him have to go through these injuries and things like that. But it's always a a learning curve somewhere, even when you know you have all these these downfalls going on around you at the same time. What did you think? I don't know if you saw this. I assume you did. What did you think of his blinged out ant that he wore? That was an ant, right, around his neck coming into the building on Sunday. Is that an yeah, ant? Yeah, they call him. Yeah, they call him Ant Man. So it's it was actually uh, right on point. So it was it was really nice. I don't know who did it, but it was it was it was right on point. <laughs> I, I think I said I was doing the show Sunday morning, the pregame show, and I said that's a blinged out ant. And then like my co-host looked at me, and I'm like, not not blinged out aunt. I mean, some of us might have a blinged out aunt. That's a blinged out ant, actually, around yeah, his that's neck. That's an expensive ant. Yeah, very expensive, man. <laughs> Zach, how would you describe Gardner Minshew? Let's say a family member came up to you, maybe your aunt or your aunt, and said, tell me about that young man. What would you say? Gardner's different, man. He's definitely – he's a different he's a different guy. Uh, you know, he has his own way of doing things. Um, and, you know, I think everybody loves him for that. Like, he just does things his own way. Like, he'll walk around the facility just with a, with a button-down shirt, but, but – just have it open. Um, so just his chest is out. Uh, but he's, he's a, he's a different guy, but I mean, we love him. Um, you know, we were happy when we got him. I played against him in college uh, before and I knew exactly what he can do because he lit us up by 500 yards back in his days at Washington state. Um, and obviously you watch him around the league, uh, you know, throughout his years and he's been the consummate pro. He's been a guy who's been able to step in for multiple franchises um, and do what he's doing for us right now. So it's not even a shock to, you know, a lot of the guys uh, in our locker room. It may be a shock to people who don't haven't really watched him um, play ball a lot of a lot of the time. But, you know, we, we're just super happy to have him on our team. And, you know, he's definitely uh, one of the best at what he does. And you get the Gardner Minshew revenge game this week in Jacksonville <laughs> as well. What is uh... – What's Minshew driving these days? Do you know, Zach? Is it like the 70s style van with the weird portal in the back? What's he got? Uh, I don't know what he drives, but I don't know. I know it's nothing fancy. Like he, he, I've seen him pull up before. I can't remember the type of car he has, but you know, he don't have any tents on it and he don't have all that type of stuff going on on his car. But you know, he's, like I said, he's just him. You know, he's, he just likes to just chill. He likes to play football and all the extra stuff. He's not really into all that. Looks like some like used rental car he got from Carvana or AutoNation or something like that, which is totally fine. I mean, you could be a starting NFL quarterback and be frugal, man. It's it's totally fine. Hey, Zach, it was 165, not 114. That's on me. Congratulations on your great start here. And the Colts are a fun team to watch. Looking forward to seeing you guys this week in Jacksonville that I'm there to see you in person in a couple of weeks for the Browns. Zach, continued success. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely, my man. Appreciate you having me on. Thank you, you sir. Have a good one. Zach Moss, everybody of the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor gets his deal, and bam, Zach Moss gets back to work. Oh. So I, I was trying to figure out how many 100-yard games he had, as like, you know, Hoskins is saying he's there, and we're all talking beginning of the show, last-second research. Andrew, great job. My whole life, last second. Anyway, I, I'll go 165, 122, 114, Houston. Right? Who did they play last week? He had 114 yards. No, wait a minute. They didn't lose that game. They won that game. Oh, look, it's 165. You idiot. <laughs> Zach Moss, leading rusher Utah history. Wanted to ask him Utah SC coming up in a few weeks as well, as SC has a gauntlet. USC, that is. We call them SC here. Five ranked teams down the stretch 
for USC. I'll, I'll make the, the quick turn to college football here. Uh, this is officially the gauntlet portion of your conference schedule for a lot of teams like Ohio State. I'll be calling Ohio State-Purdue on the Peacock coming up on Saturday at Ross-Aid. Um, eight straight conference games here for Ohio State beginning last week with their victory over Maryland. So now it gets fun in college football. Now it gets down to the nitty-gritty in the conference play here in college football, whether it's for Utah, obviously with Cam Rising still hurt, or for USC, or for Ohio State, or for Georgia, or for anybody. All right, what do we miss? We missed the game last night, everybody, and that was the Raiders over the Packers, 17-13. Both teams now 2-3, and three, but these two teams, as Rich pointed out earlier, and as I did as well, as we all did, two very different teams. I don't think either of them are that good. They're not, right? I mean, they're in the conversation at 2-3. and three. We're through five weeks. They're right in the middle, right? Season's not over, certainly. You've won two games, but the Raiders are in a position to, I hesitate to say make a run, but to make it interesting, not to win the West, they're not going to win the West, but at least be in the wild card conversation because they get the Patriots this week and then they get the Bears the week after that. And I have no idea what the Chicago Bears are. They don't know either. The Raiders aren't that good, but the Raiders have Josh Jacobs and they have Jimmy Garoppolo. And they have Devontae Adams. And Michael Mayer looked good in the first quarter when they got him into the action. They have some pieces. But you can't expect their defense to do next week or the week after that. Well, maybe next week against the Patriots. But most weeks, what it did last night. The Raiders were the worst turnover-forcing team in football the last two years. Nobody was worse. They forced three last night. Yes, that was Max Crosby. One-man band. One-man wrecking crew. But that's not going to happen every week because it's not going to be Jordan Love feeling that pressure and giving it away every week. But I think the Raiders can make it interesting. I think they beat the Patriots this week. They are 3-3. Three and three, And then, hey, you're in the conversation at 3-3. Three and three. Yep. As for the um, Packers, welcome to how the other half lives. I mean, we knew, we knew it was going to be like this. I think anyone who who, I'm sorry, Brockman, I didn't realize you you were so bullish on them out of the gate because he had a good preseason. I like Jordan Love. I think the ceiling is still very high. He's going to have many a good night. He's also going to have many a night like we saw last night. And they kind of are what we thought they would be, an exceedingly young team. They are the youngest team in football. We talk so much about the Rams rookies and how many they have. Every rookie they drafted, they drafted 13, made the team in L.A., and they're still not the youngest team in football. The Packers are by like decimal points. But Green Bay is that young. They are. And it showed last night when you don't have your high-priced veteran at David Bakhtiari or your high-priced veteran running back in Aaron Jones, that youth can't do it by him themselves. And that's what the Packers are. Exactly what I thought they were, which is kind of... Middle of the pack, you never know what you're going to get any week. They win some, they lose some. But if I had to pick a team moving forward, I'd probably pick the Raiders from the two last night only because they have the veteran quarterback and they have the veteran wide receiver. But neither team really, if we could be honest, is that good. But the Raiders needed it more. Last night, and as we know, 
a lot of times it comes down to who truly does need it more, which is a horrible sports talk cliche. <laughs> who needs it more? But a lot of times must it does win. actually matter. Yeah. Say again? Must win. It is a must. Well, Joe Burrow said yes to the must win question. And bam, they went out there and they got their must win. Also, we have not touched on the baseball from last night. Um, there is nothing better than being in the building for a playoff baseball game like the one we saw last night in Atlanta. We can still hear the lovely Mrs. Brockman yelling from the valley <laughs> after history-making, a history-making double play last night to end the game. Coming up, these are like my ESPN radio teases from back in the day when I was on 710 here in L.A., and they, like, you have to tease in a certain format. Absolutely. Coming up, why last night's game-ender in Atlanta made baseball history. I'll tell you how next on The Rich Eisen Show, starring Rich Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Right. But, but of course, Rich, you, you would understandably want to take the Punters or People 2 t-shirt for a mm. walk in London. Why not? Why not? Yes. Um, you know, I'm an American. I have no idea that there's other meanings for punters, you know. <laughs> but yes, so uh, to the radio audience, I'm still sitting in my uh, my hotel room waiting for Kirk. <laughs> what waiting did the meaning What did you just look up? The, you just looked up the meaning of punters, Chris? You just looked up there, the meaning there, of punters? There's several different. Several meanings. There's several None meanings. None of them are great. None of them mean it's like none of them. It's kicking the ball to the back to the opponent because right. you're, you're relinquishing yeah, your like, your yeah. right mm -hmm. to go for it on mm -hmm. fourth one down. One of them Correct. has to do with the financial markets, mm -hmm. and then another yes. one has to do with maybe Del Tufo's doing tonight in Las Vegas. <laughs> what is he? Where is he going? Is he? 
He's going to Vegas. Where's he going? Rich. Is he going to the Sphere? He's yeah, going he's to the Sphere. Yeah. Yeah. You too. You too. Tonight or tomorrow? I don't know tomorrow, which one. Yeah, Wednesday, I think. I don't know. So it's... why does he have to leave now? I think it's tonight. Because he's catching well, hold on. Wait, PJ, wait. Time Rich. out. Time out. He left... He left with an hour left in the show. By the way, I might leave a little early Thursday, so I shouldn't, you know. <laughs> well, because you're calling here. a game on, uh, you're calling a Big Ten game. Uh, I, I am, but he, he <laughs> left early to get to Vegas when there's a flight every 15 minutes like oh, it's a well, bus. No, Andrew, no, no, no. He, he's, this is Mike Del Tufo. He's got a buddy who's yeah. got a, a, a plane that right. uh, will fly him privately. Yes, so, I know, but you say to this individual, yeah, yeah. I've got work. I'm not free until after work. Can you, Rich, can you wait Rich, for another hour? Is he, you're not waiting on somebody Wait a minute. Else, is he man? flying from here or Van Nuys or Santa Monica? Uh, no, John know? Wayne, I believe. He's so flying he's from John go, Wayne? He's yeah. got to go oh, south. Good. He's got to go south. I don't have everything what? ready. Oh, what a, Honestly, what a tough we life. Should do, <laughs> we should make a list of all the things that Del Tufo has done. You know, to leave the show that just, were not yeah. necessary because of the timeliness of it. Hey, Rich, this right? morning, this morning, Mike was saying some stuff pre-show. You know how we're all hanging out and kicking it, and he went to go yeah. Mike up or do something with Andrew, and Andrew was kind of mentioned the two things that Mike had said. He goes, we need a list. And I'm like, Andrew, you don't even understand. Those two things he said this morning wouldn't even crack wouldn't a top even, 50 list no. of the wild stuff that Del Tufo has said. But yeah. He's, he's, he's a special type of guy, man. Yeah, he, he, well, started, he was walking over to me and just out of nowhere, non sequitur. Man, shorts are going to be interesting. Like, who, what? What are you talking about? Because he, he wore shorts today. So he's wore, he, Rich, he wore shorts today. You know, he's been wearing pants oh, for a while. I know. And what happened? Well, he had to stay Mike comfortable Del Tufo for the PJ. doesn't have two outfits. <laughs> that? That's a great Eric Dickerson drop <laughs> from a long time ago. <laughs> like, for, like one of the first months of the show. Yeah. yeah he wore we had Eric Dickerson do a bunch of drops. That was his, uh, oh, that's his flight, apparently. Yeah, he's wearing shorts because he's flying. Hey, here, here, here's some place that Del Tufo, if, if he says he's going to go, we know he's full of it because uh, it may not happen. Another Los Angeles Dodgers home game? Is that uh, is that possible that that won't happen? Ooh, what do you think? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, seems that, unlikely. I'm just glad they kept it within a touchdown last night. Oh, boy. That what is a, in the world has happened to the baseball playoffs is a total, complete, Shoot of the craps. Man. It's because they it's, give the teams that are the number one seeds uh, like 10 days off. The season's too Not yeah. good for baseball players to get out of a rhythm. I, I totally for, get it. And that is, by the way, Rich, a very professional broadcast transition there to the Thank baseball you, that we teased. That was fantastic. Yeah, you know what? The, uh, just It doesn't matter the time zone or the country, you know? <laughs> so um, hey, There's a lead pipe and he wields it. Yeah, yeah you know what? I'm, uh, as a well professional. Done, PJ. Um, so yeah, I, 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 is that what it is? You think it's, it's because of time off? Yeah. Time off. Really? But that doesn't explain Clayton Kershaw's first inning meltdown on Saturday. Well, well, he, it was in the playoffs. So cause that's... we've seen that before. Oh, Saturday. don't no, say no, I love that. the guy, but that's unfortunately there cool. is a track record. That, game. That, that's not snark. That's not being mean spirited towards a first ballot hall of fame, but unfortunately well, there is a track record. There are receipts there. Yeah. But it's hard so to watch. So the Orioles, the Orioles, it's because they all, all those young kids they, they got rusty. Is that what it is? I mean, well, baseball's a game know. of rhythm, and if you're seeing the ball well, and suddenly you don't play for seven days, you know you're gonna be so, a little rusty. Uh, so, uh, so I guess Altuve, homering in his first at bat, you know what I mean? Like after his rest, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I, it's just a crapshoot. That game between the Braves and the Phillies, holy cow. Yeah. The rare what? Let me get this right. The rare eight 
five, five three, three double play to end, the to game. end it <laughs> where 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 the five um is only in play because the eight airmails throws it past two like threw it between two cutoff guys and Austin Riley being the man on the spot to just figure out what like you know, let me Backing let me just up the play. I guess. Yeah. I, I, I guess. I mean, After why would Harris he think makes that, an all-time catch to end to, right? So to why would he out? think that Harris is going to not only make that catch but get in position on the throw? I guess he was seeing where it was going because if he didn't grab that, don't you think that Harper would have wound up on third base? That ball would have gone to the backstop, he, right? He, he would have been able well, to. Harper needed he to tag up, but Harper had to tag up at that point get on the back. throw. He, he had, had to, to get, get back. back. Yeah. Like I get well, why Bryce then he Harper might have took up off. on second, right? He might have been he might have gotten back to first and maybe and made it to second potentially. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, the game maybe. the game would have still been going on. That's right. for damn sure. Yeah. I mean, it could have gone into the dugout wow. and they might have awarded him second. What like, a finish! Look, I, I get right. why Bryce Harper took off. Like you think that ball, if it isn't oh, yeah. out, it's off the wall. And, you gotta score. and I'm trying to score. And after the, the home run, the previous inning, I, I I'm trying to score. And to tie this game, um, it was Rich. To your point, eight five three. It was the first eight five three double play in postseason history. So going back to the eighteen hundreds, the first eight five three double play we have ever seen. Um, so yes. beautifully called. Let's play this by one Brian Anderson. He deals a two two. Castellanos in the air to right center field. Harris is on the run. Harris at the track. He leaps and he makes the catch. Harper might be doubled up. Just great so stuff, good. Just goosebumps, man. That and then crazy. You, you, you just lay out, right? I mean, lay out as the broadcast. And just that crowd there. I mean, we talked about how, so, how how cool it is in Philly. How cool is it in Atlanta with that crowd? Like, and just, we, we you, ne- you never see anything like that, ever. Yeah, like, to have a game end like that after they rallied back, after getting no hit through five. I think I saw it's the first First team to ever be no hit through five, be down four plus runs, and come back and win a playoff game, and then do it on an eight five three. Love it, love it. It's so great. I I remember when the Yankees used to play baseball, and it really got me going. Um, so you know, there's that. <laughs> oh my god! Season memories, Rich. Remember those days? That, that was fun. Best of five, though. Best of five. five. I remember when I was a kid. The LCSs used to be best of five. You know, when I was the when I was young, we used to play only five games for the bet for uh, for the for the championship but, series. But we we now, played day games. Now we got the World or- Series. Orioles must win tonight. We was, got Dodgers in a must win scenario. How'd the lovely Mrs. Be- Brockman take it last night? Uh, Sertiana was going nuts in our house. Of course, this was after Riley hit the go-ahead home run mm-hmm. in the eighth. Um, you know, she's interesting to watch games with. She's, you know, do or die, life and death in May for these types of games. So now that it's October, it was very tense. I was being very positive in my comments. She gets angry when I say things like, you know, leadoff walks, always score in the playoffs. Right. You know, when I point things out, she gets very angry when it eventually happens. Because you're the bad guy for not agreeing with her with her negativity. Right. Well, I'm just not being. Don't as, argue with her. Just not being as tense and as nervous as she is. Right. So I was being super overly positive. Like a lot of game left. You know, if they can just get one back this inning, mm-hmm. and it worked but, out. But you're disagreeing with her, therefore you're arguing. It's worked out. Therefore, yeah, worked out. It's a tough one. Everything's working out for Brockman. Everything's working yeah. out. It's all good. Everything's Fantastic. working out. Fantastic. Speaking of comedy, yeah. um, let, let's play this soundbite here. Okay. 
Um, I love Mike McDaniel. I like uh, I, I love everything about him. I love I love I love the way he coaches. I love his demeanor. I just love it all. You know, remember back in the day when I gave him three coaching cliches to use as <laughs> right. the new head coach of the Dolphins, and his response was, "I'll do it in the next press conference at the combine, and I'll do all three of them." And then he does it. Um, this was, I guess, the soundbite uh, of the of the day. This is a top fiver for me of the year at this point oh. in time. We've had a lot of great soundbites. But for him to be asked about how they have set records in Miami through the first five weeks of the season and his thoughts on it and his response is just uh, an instant classic. I love this guy. You guys have now gained more yards through five games than any team in NFL history. Uh, the record you broke belonged to the 99 Rams. Certainly that's you know hollowed ground in the National Football League. When you hear something like that, what is your reaction? Um, mission accomplished. We had the whole time, the whole off season. All we f- that was our goal was um, output after five games. <laughs> it, it's cool, but it's like literally, you know, whatever. <laughs> like five weeks, you know, it's not that exciting. <laughs> what do you want me to say? What a stupid question! Like, hey. Hey. Like the wink. I, I have a like question. Guy, hey. do, do coaches get tested for anything, or is that? Just, oh my no. gosh! I love that. I heard somebody told me <laughs> that McDaniel that. frequently will mess with. Uh, I got to ask him this point blank, but I'll just say it here. I heard somebody told me that that McDaniel will frequently mess with the staff there. Um, that preps him or gets him ready or sends him, you know, uh, the PR staff there that puts him on the podium. He Before he gets up there, I heard he says to them, boy, am I going to F this up for you? <laughs> and just turns around and steps. <laughs> Rich, I, I love how... I love that guy, man. He, he I love him. Lines in sometimes that people don't catch. To, to your point about the PR staff, there there was a, a presser last year, mid-season, I don't know why I'm watching it. it, partly because I love him. I, I was It was an off day, and I'm drinking coffee. I'm sitting at home, and it pops up on my Twitter feed. Mike McDaniel takes the podium, so I click it. And somebody asked him, Mike, what's your relationship? How's your, what's your relationship with the officials? With, and, and he says, um, it's not monogamous, and then keeps going. <laughs> right? And no one caught it. Or if they didn't know, and so I tweeted, Mike McDaniels just asked about his relationship with the officials. It's not monogamous. And somebody from Dolphins PR texted me immediately from the back of the room going, oh, my God, it's the funniest thing I've heard him say. I can't believe nobody picked up on it. He just slides these little things in. He's great. He's the best. Uh, I I love him. The Dolphins are are lucky to have him. What 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 an absolute pleasure to watch them play and what he does and how he schemes and how he talks. And it's just, you know, it's so funny. Yeah. For five weeks, it's all we were talking about. We just need to be yeah, there. We for had to get there. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Mission accomplished season over uh, perfect transition <laughs> though. Let's go to the phones at eight, four, four, two Oh four rich. Uh, oh. We have a caller on the line yes. who wants to talk yes. dolphins. It's Alana in New York. Alana, hey. you are on the rich Eisen show. What's Hi, up? Everyone. Hey. Um, my question is Cheers. if you guys think the Miami Dolphins are legit this season or if it's all smoke. Well, uh, I don't think it's smoke at all. Do you? Are you a well, Dolphin fan in New York City? Uh, yes. Um, okay. My dad grew up in Israel during the Marino era, so that was the only um, channel they showed. So he came here and loved the Dolphins. 
I was just concerned by some of the throws Tua was making and our snap issues that I think we're a good team, but like yeah, make you it are. farther than Buffalo. Uh, um, right now, um, you seem healthier than Buffalo, uh, even with A-Chan out. Um, and, you know, Jeff Wilson, what a time to come off the injured reserve, it seems, uh, to just slide him right in there. And and this team just keeps on keeping on. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Chase Claypool start, you know, running routes and looking like the guy that, you know, the maple tron that everybody thought he could be in this league, that some – this I don't know. McDaniel just looks like one of those guys who just understands his system and knows exactly who can fit in it and how they can actually bring him along. And, you know, if Claypool doesn't work out, it was hardly, um, you know, a, a risk to go get him. Of course, they're for real. Your, your team's for real. They're going to be in the running for the one seed. That game that I'm calling in Germany in a month uh, between the Chiefs and the Dolphins is going to be for a lot of the marbles. Um, so yeah, I mean, the Dolphins are in first place right now and, uh, I, they have some winnable games in front of them. I, I don't, I don't see them getting tripped up. Awesome. Oh, Thank you. Guys. A lot of thanks for the phone call. I, I can't wait. Rich, I was laughing there, just laughing at the possibility of Mike McDaniel meeting the, the German press. I, I know a little German. I, I can, you... <laughs> it'll be fantastic. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> no, I, I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it. And you know, what's not funny is during the soundbite, I swear to you, during the soundbite, turned down service, knocked on the door, and I had to. Wait, uh, sure it's not Kurt? What if it was Kurt? It wasn't Kurt. It wasn't Kurt. He's what if it's quote, Kurt unquote, Mince? Finishing up. I'm texting him right now. Are wow. you ready? Ha ha. Finishing up. Not so funny. You know. <laughs> not so funny. So he's uh he's 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 in the midst of a Zoom, helping people, uh, with their quarterbacking apparently. Oh. And I'll just leave it at that. This is what people. he's doing. Is it Mac he's a Jones? Giver. Is it Mac Jones? He's a giver. Does Kurt want to well, play I mean, this week? Can he play? Can he get huh? on a play into Vegas? Yeah. Can Kurt play Sunday? Oh, Kurt? Yeah. I don't know. Well, at any rate. At um, any rate. All, all right. right. Um, well, Thanks, I got to go hey, pick Rich. up Chase Claypool on my fantasy team after dropping him this morning because you now think he's going to be good. So I, have to, I don't know. I have to don't you think that. Like, th- th- this would be the type of spot where suddenly, you know, I mean, Robbie Chosen was the one who scored the 70th point against the Broncos a couple weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like, they don't say you they think... might use a Claypool at tight end. I saw, I saw that the other day. Why not? Wait, well, I don't know. Okay. Why not? He'd be the best so? Canadian tight end ever. Oh, wow. Can, hold on. Let me Google that. Would you, would you, how can you make that claim? Do you know other Canadian tight ends? Absolutely not. That was blind. Well done. Yeah. But Luke, that's not no, a good idea. Luke Wilson with two L's. Oh, I forgot about that's him. That's right. Seattle's Luke Wilson. Let's yeah. Let's see. Who else? Tony Gabriel. Yeah, okay. you're making a good case. Yeah. All right. Best Canadian tight okay. end of all time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, go. guys. All right. Rich, be well. Cheerio. Cheerio. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow with my power rankings that I've already put together because, you know, I'm alone here in London. It's all good. <laughs> it's okay. Well, if, if, if you it's see Kurt, good. say hello. I, I better see Kurt. I put the credit card down for the reservation. Oh, I mean, come on. Rich is paying. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. It's one of those, if you don't show up, we charge you. Whoa. Uh, dude, this is, uh, you know, 
this isn't London's first rodeo dealing with Americans asking to be, uh, you know, sat at a table. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? All right. <laughs> Accommodations. All right. Well, good yeah. luck with that. Yeah. Be sure right, to uh, take a picture of the receipt for a concur. Good day, I, 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 <laughs> Concur. <laughs> oh, I have a good one. Richard, <laughs> everybody live <laughs> in London. Uh, he's going to have a game coming up on Sunday at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Stay, if you want to go to a game. <laughs> this, what'd you say? Stay away from the punters. Yes. If you want to go to a game this week or a concert or a show, may I recommend an app for you? That app is called Game Time because we've all had those last-minute frustrating ticket-buying experiences. You can't find it. You can't get a good deal. Just go get the Game Time app. Browse through it, right? You can see how cool it is, how easy it is. You can find all the events, all the games this weekend or maybe even tonight in your area, right? Anything. The Game Time app is your app for ticketing. It takes the guesswork out of buying tickets, game time, download the app, create an account, and then I want you to do something after you download it. I want you to put in the promo code RICH, R-I-C-H, R-I-C-H. And when you do that, you're going to get 20 bucks off your first purchase. Restrictions obviously do apply. Go to gametime.co for terms. Create that account when you download the game time app and put in the code RICH, R-I-C-H, $20 off when you do what a bargain for you. The Game Time app, Game Time for ticketing, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Coming up next, I don't know, I'll think of something. <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. It is the Rich Eisen Show, everybody, starring Rich Eisen, but you're getting me today. Uh, show's almost over. I forgot to tell you that we are at the Rich Eisen Show desk. It is furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call or click Granger.com or just stop by. Uh, I went to break by teasing. Coming up next. I don't know. Yeah. Coming, coming up, up next. Coming up. Coming up. I just don't know. But I, I do want to go back to something that you guys said earlier about the Jones family and Brian Schottenheimer and Jerry and asking about play calling and all of that. Uh, and, and actually say the Cowboys kind of sort of do have a GM behind the scenes who does all the dirty work. His name is Will McClay. And I say this oh, okay. because Will deserves credit. The reason they draft Micah Parsons, the reason they pass on Johnny Manziel and you get Zach Mark, like Will McClay is there doing the job of GM. His his title's probably like vice president of of player personnel, pro personnel, all gotcha. personnel, whatever it is. Um, and he's the man behind the man who has been given multiple contracts over the years, convincing him to stay when other teams want him to have the real job elsewhere. However, yes, it is different there because the owner can always say, nope, we're taking that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going with that guy. But if I could be blunt, it's kind of like that with every team. Right. Just 
Not every owner wants to go do that. Technically speaking, if your boss says, hey, you need to do something, if you want to keep your job, you generally need to do it. The difference in Dallas is that you do have an owner who can sometimes put his thumb on the scale, and that is what Rich was saying earlier, might have gone on in Carolina. That is the most interesting thing on the show today, by far. By far. The fact that Rich said from London that he has heard that maybe the Panthers wanted C.J. Stroud, but that David Tepper, the owner, said, I want Bryce Young. Now, does it kind of sort of feel already like a, well, did Kyle or John Lynch want Mac Jones instead of Trey Lance, or did they remember, like, I still don't feel all these years later that I have a good feel, even with Trey Lance wearing 15 for the Cowboys, of how exactly that process went. Like, that is a great book one day to be oh, written. For sure. If you can ever get the truth serum as to who wanted which quarterback, were they truly lockstep in agreement that it had to be Trey Lance? Did they know when they traded up? Or was it really draft day? where Sonny Weaver was forced by the owner to make the trade, and then he knew nothing about Bo Callahan and had to do his research then. It doesn't happen that way. Or did it happen that way? Did it? I don't know. That's a great book to be written. One of these days by Mike Silver or some other muckraker, and I say that as a term of endearment for my former colleague Mike Silver, you just never know. You just never know. Here's another one. Who's Offensive Rookie of the Year? Because now that we mentioned C.J. Stroud, there are some that will tell you it had to be Devon Achan. Well, now he's hurt. Well, yeah, he's out And now. I push back, and I'm like, no, no, no. I don't care how good Achan is. Achan's amazing. He's not going to lead the league in rushing. He's just not. I, I don't buy it over his season. There are too many weapons there, right, to spread the ball around yeah. in Miami. It's C.J. Stroud. It is way too early to pass any judgment on Bryce Young. Yes, he looks amazingly small. I'm saying this as a also small human. However, it's only a month. The line is a mess and he has no playmakers. So you can't make the judgment yet, but you can make a judgment on CJ Stroud. I know that doesn't make any sense because he truly does look that good. All right, coming up tomorrow on the big show, guys, what do we got? Well, I'm going to guess sports. We got Bruce Feldman. We got uh, Jay Glazer is going to be first Glazer. up. Uh, first up tomorrow okay. on his old Zoom call. Uh, Bruce Feldman is going to come in in his regular Wednesday in studio spot mm-hmm. to talk college football. We got four matchups this week uh, between ranked teams, headlined by Oregon and Washington. Yeah, buddy. Huge top 10 Pac 12 matchups. So yeah, buddy. We'll talk to Bruce tomorrow. I assume we'll talk to Rich uh, in the third hour, be bopping around London and. Of course, all of you guys. Be bopping around London. I'll have some insight as well as a big interview day for us. I'm getting ready for Ohio State-Purdue. Um, I'll be calling that game on Peacock coming up noon Eastern time nice. on Saturday at ross Aid Stadium in West Lafayette. So uh, it's a place that the, uh, the Buckeyes have gone before as a top five team and lost. Oh, yeah. All right. 2018, most notably and most recently. So uh, that is a sneaky, interesting game coming up on Saturday. And again, that is a Peacock game. The Buckeyes streaming yours truly and Kyle Rudolph in the booth. 
ahead of the big USC Notre Dame game on NBC on uh, 7.30 Eastern time on Saturday night. And then uh, I'm happy to announce because it's already been uh, put out in the game notes right now. Um, that I will be calling the Cleveland Browns on the radio the next two nice. weeks as well. Boyhood dream come true. Chris Rose had stepped in the last couple of weeks. I get the next two weeks this week against the 49ers and the next week in Indianapolis against the Colts. Uh, I hate my, the circumstances. My buddy Nathan Zagura is who you With want. your buddy okay. and my buddy Nathan Zagura in the booth as well. And Gerard Sherry down to the sideline. Um, look, I hate the circumstances. Um, the great Jim Donovan, um, yeah. amazing human. Awful. Hall of Fame broadcaster um, is fighting the good fight right now and fighting cancer. And he had to step aside after week one. We hope Jim is back soon, much sooner rather than later. And um, I'm keeping my fingers crossed for that. In the interim, Chris Rose, good friend, Cleveland native, stepped in, did a bunch of games. And with Rich in London and Chris on game day morning, game day kickoff, I will be doing the next two. And I am beyond excited for that. Gentlemen, thank you as always. Hey, Chris job. Brockman, Andrew, Mike Del Tufo, Jason, hey. and TJ as well. My name is Andrew Siciliano, and we will be back collectively here on the Rich Eisen Show coming up on Wednesday at noon Eastern. Check your local listings, but most importantly, just watch it on the Roku channel. Okay, we'll see you then.